Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Morphing Tower podcast. Uh, I would just like to quickly begin the episode by reading off a... I want to... It was a memo, I thought, but then it turns out this was just hastily scribbled on a piece of scrap paper and shoved underneath the door of this room we're in. So let me just go ahead and read this guy here. Uh, from the IT department. The strange face that several employees reported seeing in their monitors appears to be trying to communicate via Microsoft Paint. Please send any and all completed artworks to our department immediately for further inspection. Gosh, man. The IT guy is really, you know, putting in the work. Uh, I'm joined once again, a return guest, by Avery. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I've returned. You cannot get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are in, what did you say this room was? So this is, uh, from, from what I've gathered, this is known as the saltwater room. The saltwater room. Yes. I, I don't know what it's for, but it's pretty. I mean, around this building, pretty much anytime I see words on the outside of the door, I take it at face value, and mm -hmm. I don't even bother to question, is that really what this room is? Because... Nine times out of ten, that's exactly what it is. When the sign says saltwater room, I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I first, when I first walked by, I was like, maybe this is like a lab of some sort. Maybe they're like, they're making oh. chemicals in here. But it's literally like, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of water. Yeah, it's very aquarium-esque, but it's like, there's some tanks full of salt water, and then it looks like there's some with fresh water in it. I, I don't know what this room is for. Someone's got a nasty pH balance. <laughs> I've been told that my entire life. Oh, no. Just a salty, salty person. Oh, yeah. I, speaking of salt and IT stuff, I need okay. to tell you about my tech woes. I mean, I could say in general, but specifically yes. today, what sent me. We, we know we know that any technology you touch just does not like I was, tr oh trust me the irony is not lost on me all right <laughs> the fact that that happens it's absurd it has happened so many times uh let's see both times so the episode that i did of the podcast with dave and ellis at the end of that recording my microphone somehow got disconnected or unplugged like right at the oh, end no. so like it didn't ruin anything because it was just like the outro but like they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't hear me i could hear them but they couldn't hear me so i had to like reconnect oh, no. a bunch of stuff and then um let's see right after the recording session with um katrina and kendra uh, the program we were using to record from the terminal, basically, like, it just went dead and, like, all the audio stopped and, like, the program froze. And it creeped me out because I was like, please tell me all that audio isn't lost forever. And it wasn't. It was just, like, the page refreshing. But as soon as it happened, both of them were like, we've used this program for, like, 100-plus episodes, like 108 episodes, and that has never happened. <laughs> I was like, of course it hasn't. Of course it hasn't. <laughs> right. But... So today, as as you know, I'm playing through Mass Effect. I'm trying my best. I still suck at the game. I think I must be like under leveled for what I'm doing. I, have I don't not given that one a shot. So I've heard it's, it's very good. So the cool thing is, it's uh, it's the Legendary Edition. So it's a remaster of the first three games. But yes. the decisions that you make in the first game, if you start up the second game, you can choose to start fresh or select your character from the previous game. And so all the decisions that you made in the first game 
all of those choices remain in the second. So any characters really that cool. die, any relationships you build, any like companions you have, all of that information is transferred over into the next game. And that I think is the selling point of the legendary edition. So it's okay. it's really it's really fun. But I've been trying to record in larger chunks, like for the episodes, because yeah. like the rising action and the dialogue, like it, twenty minute episodes just wouldn't work because you'd feel like you got nothing done for mm -hmm. for a whole episode. So I was like, oh, I'll just record for a couple hours today, slice it up into a couple episodes. It'll be fine. I get about fifty minutes into what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and so someone in the next room turns on or off their fan. And that causes oh, a no. like a tiny little blip in, in electrical power. surge that yeah. it it basically makes my external hard drive think that it just got like it's not plugged in anymore, but then it immediately plugs back in. Mm -hmm. But that split seconds all it takes for the that, that file to corrupt it corrupted anything. fifty minutes of recording, oh, no. and I had to replay all of it. <laughs> so, that's, that's always the worst. Like I uh, one thing. You've you've probably you may have learned already, and I and I absolutely despise. So like, autosave is a great feature, but I like it as a supplemental thing because if you are ever playing a game with autosave and you can't like make a file yep. to go back to, it's, yep, it makes me so paranoid. Yeah, because I'm like I'm gonna play something, and it's I'm I'm gonna have some sort of glitch because I play on Twitch a lot and things happen. I have all sorts of issues. <laughs> Things happen. I'll, just, I'll just log in and sometimes my entire overlay is just missing and I don't know why or my commands <laughs> don't work but I found a lot of fixes for most things so we're squashing a lot of the bugs thankfully. that's good yeah but that's it's, good it's like every, every there's always something new that comes up I'm like hmm that's not good that's not normal not that normal. shouldn't be happening speaking of not normal I have <laughs> I, I've, I've kept up on some of the escapades around the company uh-huh um, but I was not aware of the massive uh, circle of, of birds on top of the, bu the building. Oh, like, it, it, it yeah. Like you, play, you know Half-Life 2. It's looking like the Citadel out there. Yeah, it's um, it's not great. Uh, the sun is beginning to be sort of blocked out in rooms where you could actually get some sunlight. That's starting to go away because the sheer number of birds that are circling overhead. Yeah, I, like I'm only scared of a few things as, as as a member of the the PR department. Uh, mm -hmm. Chopped lettuce for one, and then birds <laughs> is like the, like the only scarier thing. Birds are <laughs> terrifying, and I, I don't I I'm, I'm getting a little uneasy whenever I go out. You know, that's fair. I mean, you're one of the lucky ones. You're able to actually leave. Yeah, I was I was I was not aware that most of the companies don't actually have out access to the outside. It it was it was a big surprise to me. Everyone seemed to be doing all right, and now people are getting a little on edge. But I I mean I'm doing fine. I would never say that out loud to like our employers. I mean I'm doing great. I don't know what people are so yeah, no, stressed about. Fine. Yeah, things are great. Things are wonderful. I mm -hmm. I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. I. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't I don't know why I just thought of this. I was thinking about my old drawing pad when I was talking about just tech gore. Mm -hmm. All I can think about is that stupid drawing pad that I was given. This thing <laughs> had to have been one of the first drawing pads ever created. So it was a laptop that converted into a drawing pad. Okay. You s swivel the screen around and then flip it down and it locks in place and then you have a stylus and it doubles it's a laptop and a drawing pad. 
and we were gifted it by a family friend. I don't I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. I've definitely told some people about this. But basically, it grew to a point where it could not function without the power cable in. But okay. then yeah. other settings would happen. It would, like, full crash. Like, if it lost power, like, it wouldn't lose data, like, actual files. But it, what it would do is it would reset the laptop's internal clock. And it would reset it to January 1st, 1980. <laughs> Oh, my. It literally would just teleport itself back to January. This was before this thing was built. That's the funny part. Is like, why does the calendar, why does the internal clock have the ability to go backwards to a time before it existed? One. But then number two is I would try and access uh, Google. And basically, I would get a pop-up on Google that says, like, you need to match your laptop's internal clock with Google's internal clock. Because it was sensing from a time before Google existed. <laughs> so what, what year is the pad from? Do you know? Oh, man. It has to be... I, I have no idea. It's I think it was a, a Hewlett Packard. It's it's chunky. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it's old. So my, my guess as to why that might be the case, and this is complete conjecture. I don't know tech in this way, but... Um, my guess is that it could be a fail-safe if it's really, a, like that old it could be a fail safe to um prevent like if it has to reset that it doesn't do like a y2k or anything because that was a very legitimate concern it doesn't i just love the idea of you're you're not pulling a y2k are you just like 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 it's an action we we can't let we can't let the the clock roll over to 2000 or the dude that stop working which was a concern at the time when you say someone's going y2k it means that they're freaking out over nothing (laughs) everything was going great and then he went all y2k on me i don't know what happened just it it happens to the best of us sometimes i I don't know what to tell you dude media about the y2k thing is so funny it's It's so i've seen videos like vintage videos mm-hmm. that were like direct to just like vhs things all about like how to well, survive and, and, y2k because well, everybody had that one neighbor because like I, they were <laughs> they were in my neighborhood so like it was a friend of a friend wait what so one of my friends in my neighborhood th- there was a family next door and they were the family that was like okay the world is ending on this time what At, like like they were convinced like there were three separate instances i can remember when they're like okay the world is ending at this point like we have to like or like I don't know if it was like rapture or something, but they were convinced. This was like, for okay, Y two K or was this a separate I'm separate sure end of the world? Was one of those instances, but like this was like we were growing up. Like it was, it was like the early like two thousands. Dang. And these these folks were concerned. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I don't think I don't think our family ever had the pleasure of knowing anybody. Who would just like every other Thursday when the world was supposed to end, freaking out? Like we right. we don't we don't know any doomsday prepper people. We know people was... who like are prepared for right. like you know natural disasters. I just love the attitude of the world is ending. Let me get my Coleman stove. It's <laughs> like... it's, it's as the, the internet would say. It's it's Delulu. <laughs> it's what Delulu? That's like one of the new slangs slang words. I guess it's it delusional, but. Delulu. Delulu. Interesting. I like that. <clears throat> That's good. I'll have to use that one. Yes, uh, Delulu is derived from the word delusional, which is which is also how uh, <laughs> folks in in my department are usually because we're 
like so so they they have the company has like so so the PR department it's it's the personal record department so we're right always, right like, right right we're always working out and trying to like beat our records and stuff and so they also send us out into the the greater world, um, which is quite large actually it's 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 almost as big as the company itself. So I've say. heard they have us do like kind of like mascot work so like we go out and we represent the company. Um, so it's it's cool to go outside. I, I it's it's always interesting because like whenever they send me out I just sort of like black out and wake up at like a given location oh that's fun <laughs> so i still don't know about any of the entrances unfortunately oh oh interesting but, but you know I, I get my vitamin c at, mm -hmm. at the very least so that's yeah good. that that is good that is good i am uh... terrified of exits as well Oh. Um, so like that's that's on my list of like scary things. So, that like, doesn't. I'm, I'm fine with it. That doesn't seem natural. <laughs> to be no, afraid no. of exits. Yes. Dude, I love it's, Delulu. It's Delulu, I, I, I know. I, it's it's cool. It sounds that's, funny. That is fun. Next time somebody starts going all Y2K on me, I'll just say, "Stop, dude! You're being so Delulu right now." <laughs> uh, so I learned a really interesting fact earlier. Okay. Um, from a friend of mine, because so so in the area I live. Um, or nearby, roughly, um, mm -hmm. in like the northeast Ohio area, is where Goodyear is based. Correct. And yeah. That Goodyear has a blimp that they fly. I, I think it's technically a dirigible, so that might not count as a blimp. But, um, <laughs> but Goodyear dirigible just doesn't have the same ring to it. Exactly. So, so we were talking about it because uh, Akron, one of the cities around here, is like rubber city, etc. Goodyear is based there. Um, and they, they frequently fly the blimp around. And actually, there are only, I think, 25 to 30 blimps in the world, like, period. Wait, what? Yes, So and very few of them are actually flown. So seeing one in the sky is actually a very rare thing. <laughs> hold on. Hold, hold the freaking phone. Hold it up on the terminal. Number, no, 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 I believe you. I'm just trying to think through. There are only, what, 30, 30 blimps in the world but most of them aren't for flying? Well, I, I think that's just like how many there are, you know? Like, what else are you supposed to do with a blimp? Says, the, the terminal here says 25 blimps. 25? Um, still, still in existence, and half of them are still in use for adver advertising purposes. If you look at images on the terminal, I can <laughs> I can see the Goodyear blimp and like two others. They, that's so few that blimps are going extinct. Right? I know, it's crazy. Blimps are an endangered species. So, so there's your random factoid for the day. That's quite the factoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only half of them are flown. <laughs> what else do you do with it? So I, I consider it a, an honor to witness the blimpage in the sky. So I think you probably heard this before. So I saw the Goodyear blimp when uh, this was many years ago when I was part of a brief uh advertising campaign for the company where they had me fly one of those streamer things that you're so familiar with yeah um yeah. i actually got to fly a cessna and on my flight i saw the goodyear blimp off in the distance that's really cool every time i tell that story people are like how close did you get like i saw a blimp and was just like oh i'm just gonna buzz past it <laughs> as, as if they're expecting you to like do circles <laughs> yeah, like like i would do something dumb like that yeah the hangar's really cool like there's this massive building Dude, I'm just picturing like for for blimps when they're not being flown that they're just like deflated like a balloon. So oh it's just goodness. like a bunch of loose material just flopped over on the ground in order to store them. 
No, no, it, it, ain't, it ain't like Bloom's Tower defense. You're, you're not seeing like more than one blimp. There's, there's where they send in like sixty blimps. Dude, I remember before that game reached like the public consciousness, and it was so weird because, so I was introduced to it by some friends of mine, and I think I played it on. I don't remember if you could play it on mini clip. I think I might have played it on like cool math games or something. It was on everything for the most part. It was on a lot of different stuff. It was mm -hmm. what Ninja and, Kiwi and Ninja made Kiwi it? had their own website, yeah. So they, That's they right. hosted the games there. So I remember watching my friends play Bloons Tower Defense, and then I would play it on or off. But you know, you you play for like an hour to an hour and a half on the old Flash game version. You die and you're done. There, you just walk away. There's the not much games. else. Well, I'm sure you lasted much longer, but I wouldn't last very long. <laughs> but the so weird would be like it was always there in the background getting like updates and more games. There are so many Bloons Tower Defense games now. There are lots of them. I think the main we're on we're on 6. Dang. I, I play a lot of um and there there are some spin-offs as well that I haven't really played, but uh I, I, the main the main numbered series is the most successful one by far. Um it's cool. I, I played that in terms of tower defense. There was, we played that. Uh, Plants vs Zombies was another. Yep. There was a. There was this. I don't remember what it was on, but there was like a weird Minecraft one that I was. I played once or twice. A uh, tower defense then, Minecraft thing. Yeah, it was like a. Um, Wait, it was, like was it? It was basically balloons, but Minecraft. It was like oh, a flash thing. Weird. It wasn't official. It was not. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, uh, the, 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 the Kinka Brush, which. Ah. Few of the games, I never beat any of them because it gets really hard. Really? I, I beat the original. I That's surprise. If you're good at Balloons Tower Defense, you would be fine with Kingdom Rush. It, it's it's a little different, I guess. I mean, maybe, maybe I was maybe I was trying to be completionist about it because I I always tried to perfect games when I was younger. I wouldn't play on veteran. I played on normal, like just mm -hmm. the regular setting, because that doing the special levels, like the challenge levels on normal, would yeah. take me maybe like i'm not even joking some of them probably took hundreds of tries oh absolutely like that they, the game does not bowling punches no um, and and it and, is and on the was... switch all three of those games are on the switch oh okay that's cool i should yeah. check that out because it's been a long time since i played them the um I, I i sent you this earlier i was in a game store local to me and i uh i was i, I was actually i got a smash up expansion Oh, uh, which, which is exciting. So once once you and a, another friend of ours is over in a little bit, uh, that would be fun to play because I yeah. have some smash up. But then uh, I saw a Kingdom Rush like physical game that I'm also debating picking up. I, I, I would assume it probably doesn't. It's probably not like a I, I would I don't think tower defense like mobile game can translated into the real world. Sounds like a good idea. Um, I don't know what kind of game it is. But so it could be one it. it could be it could be a couple different things. The first thing that comes to mind is it's cooperative where yes. each player has to has some allocation to buy or set up different towers and basically the game sort of plays itself and you have mm -hmm. to survive the waves together or a couple people play as the defenders and a couple people play as the enemies. Yes. Um and they have to walk through uh, like a, a predetermined path with some board games card games after a while i don't know what it is i just don't like playing against other people and i don't know why it is i don't know i, I uh, i'm 
I like to think I'm not a sore loser, but mm -hmm. I do gravitate towards games that are cooperative because maybe it's just because there's so few and it's so few and far between. I, I, I like cooperative games as well because it feels like there aren't a ton that you see. Right, exactly. And th there's there's a fun value to that because I feel like there was an era where those games were a lot more common. Um but you you don't see much. I I'm I'm very sparing not sparing with it. Like I love to play games with other people and there are a lot of games that I do enjoy multiplayer. I also enjoy a lot of like single player experiences where I know a lot of my friends can't play certain games alone <laughs> or they, they're always playing with other people. Yeah. But when it comes to like massively multiplayer online games splatoon 3 is the one that i've been playing off and on mm, yep outside of that there's not really a ton i used to play counter-strike uh or yeah csgo <laughs> um and i was pretty good i would not have lasted five minutes not because i would have quit out of frustration i would have been kicked for chicanery because i would have started ticking people off because of how little i would start to care like, if I was just getting absolutely bodied, at that point, there's no other option than to just meme it up and have fun. And a lot right. of the people who play Counter-Strike, that is not what they're there to well, do. No, no, no. It's very I, intense, very I've, competitive. And and that's what I liked about uh, TF2 back in its heyday. Yeah. Because I, I played a ton about that, of that. And, and it was always fun because it was a very, like, like, people would get competitive. And I was always, you know, obviously trying to win. But, like, you, you get players who are messing around, and, like, you'll start taunting at each other. You'll have, like, people dancing or just doing all sorts of goofy <laughs> stuff together. And it was always a blast. Like, I think that I, – I know in recent years the game sort of, like – I think after, like, 2014, 2015, the game sort of just kind of, like, it's descending right now. Yeah. Because um, I haven't touched it in years. But I, I remember back in its heyday, it was, like, the multiplayer – shooter to play with friends especially or just well online. it's 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 a case of it's one of the old guard of games that was made mm -hmm. prior to the the concept of like constant updating and customization and uh yes. like updates in general so like well, they, they updated the game a lot but it was always free and the cosmetics were like an optional thing it was before the massive loot box concept yeah, well loot boxing but then also like in general like updates to games what people expect like when you have like a season in fortnite they expect so many new things to be constantly being added and some games just were made before that was something you could do the speed like, is kicked up considerably it has to like you it's have like, okay, there's no here's, choice <laughs> here's, your, here's your season pass get all this stuff while it's here generating that like oh i'll miss this if i'm not constantly playing sort of deal play it non-stop for five days and then get bored with it <laughs> that is not in my bones at no, all i don't either. uh i don't i don't get that i really well, don't get I'm, that I'm so i'm so busy with with my schedule half the time i'm like oh, i've been for a few rounds but i, I can't like because like when people are playing games or their rounds are like you know hours long <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I do not have the time like and so i play the binding of isaac which is a roguelike game huge fan of it i can play a round of it where it's like i'll play out one really good round could last an hour and a half if i'm really like taking my time because i'm Dang. a very strategic player but Dang. i can pause and leave at any time because it's a single player experience like and often i i will whereas with like an online game it's like i can't just like, if I've been doing this for an hour, I'm not going to just leave, <laughs> you know? Dude, I, I straight up abandoned Enter the Gungeon. I just completely oh, abandoned it because, like, I think I've told you this before. I feel like my best run 
is the first one I do after not having played for like four months, and then I get progressively worse. Yeah, there, just... is, there is a science behind that, actually. Like, um, not only that, because like eventually, when once you have that like muscle memory built, when you're able to like trust that, like it it can take you very far. And also, I, I think there's a point where like if you've been playing games long enough, a, a break is really necessary because. <laughs> Your, your your skill will start to like because you, you'll wear out you'll start to get really like tired so I, it, like, falls I off know I know I, I don't know like I was talking about Mass Effect earlier and man if you just want a real good look into just like my lack of skill apparently not, <laughs> these games are just showing me that I suck at, at video games oh. like I don't again I don't know if I just got into a part of the game I was supposed to wait and do a bunch of exploration first. I don't know what it is, but mm -hmm. everything in this game is absolutely cleaning my clock, and it's just not even close. Like, I'm getting, like, two-tapped, and it's like, what? how am I supposed to do this? Like, I don't know what I'm missing. <laughs> so in, in what I recorded today, I basically was on this... I was inside of this lunar base, and there was all these robotic drone things that are flying around shooting me, and somehow... For some reason, I destroyed something in the base that created a bunch of, like, force shield barriers that are supposed to be, like, an annoyance. Because you have to shoot them multiple times before they go away. But the thing is, is that the drone things that were chasing me, they would all crowd towards the door because they knew I was behind that barrier. But they weren't, they couldn't shoot. But the ends of their guns were poking through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no. I just started shooting the, <laughs> the ends of their guns and I cheesed it. I kid you not. I cheesed that entire level because I was like, I would not have been able to do it otherwise. I had died so many times. Right? There was like, there was like 10 of them and they immediately killed my squad mates every time. And I was like, Ooh. I can't do this. And after I, I like drew them out, ran behind them, blew up the thing, the four shields go up. And then I realized well, again, I still don't know. Was it intentional? Like, is it a reward? Like, it's so confusing. Because I was like, why else is this feature in... Like, it doesn't serve any other purpose. Like, I right. was wondering... I was trying to figure out if that's what they were going for. But I was like, there's no way. There's no Seriously. way that they meant for all these stupid drones to have their gun barrels poking through the portal. <laughs> or through the force shield for me to just slowly pick away at them until they all die. It, it was it so pathetic. It makes me think of playing, like, Skyrim or something where there's, like, just an enemy's... Like, a small portion of an enemy that you can just, like, get behind. Like, I cheese yep. the game with geography so much. I'm having to pull out all the stops for Mass Effect. Like, just every right. exploit I can find. Yeah. I need every advantage. Because otherwise, <laughs> it would be... I recorded for, like, three and a half hours today. And I guarantee you, almost an hour of that is going to have to be cut. At least mm -hmm. of, oh, of just, like, failed attempts. Of right. just dying over and over and over again. It reminds me of, uh, and of course, uh, I, I, I've caught up, so I know a lot of people have, this has been a hot topic for sure, but Tears of the Kingdom, which has been out for months at this point. Okay. Uh, I finished it about a month or so ago. Um, had a lot of fun with it, but it was one, it's one of those games where it lets you like just run with it, and it's like, okay, you can as long as you defeat the enemies you're all good so i'm i'm like trying to craft stuff or just spamming arrows and of course i didn't update <laughs> my game so I, ha I have i have the the luxury of duplication glitches oh because i'm like okay i don't have a ton of time to play games especially on stream <laughs> of course and i see it as a 
time-saving measure. It, you could see, <laughs> you could see, you could see it as an as an exploit. You could see it as cheating. But to me, it's just helping me get things faster that I would have, that I can demonstrate the the ability to get anyway. Right, right, so right, like, right. Okay, let Let's just duplicate a bunch of <laughs> the most powerful items in the game, and then put like diamonds on all of my arrows and all of my swords. Wow. And then and then we're we're gonna we're gonna win. And it, it, it was a blast. And because there's something like fun about just like I maxed out my stamina first. I'm like, you know what? I have four hearts. I don't need st like I just want to have stamina. I don't need health. <laughs> I just so need I'm going stamina. into like the temples of this with like one or two hits before I get killed. And it was a really fun way to play the game because the game's like you can do whatever you want. Like you know, beat the game however you see fit. And I, I had a blast with it. It was definitely like they expanded the game and the world in the ways they could. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna spoil anything, obviously. But it was, it was a very good time. It was a very good time. So since, since graduating, yes. this is just a side question. So like outside of, like after you graduated, and now, mm -hmm. now that you're streaming, I'm assuming more regularly because school is not as much of a consistently you know. during the week. Yes. Um, okay. Sundays we we do a lot of stuff because my my partner and I we do events and right 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 we're always traveling because especially in the summer because summers are always really busy for us. So dude, Sundays, summer. I, I, oh my gosh, summer. This last summer was murder. Mm-hmm. Serious. It's, I, I'll, I tell me about it. We can get into that later, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it was insane. Yes. Uh, so so Sundays are always really fun days to stream because. A lot of you get varied crowds because so many different people are off, so you get to see people you don't always see. Oh, good um, point. But those are usually the harder days for me to make because we're always traveling or doing other things. Um, and I, I love to stream, and it, it's been very consistent. Like I've been, I've been much better about it. But it's also hard during the summer because numbers pop off, like drop off a little bit again because everyone's traveling or vacation. Everyone's um, busy. Yeah. So in the winter, it's a lot easier to be more consistent about it. And I actually just celebrated my uh, on on Friday. I celebrated my fourth anniversary, which is oh, crazy. congratulations! So like, I, I can't I can't believe I've been streaming for that long. <laughs> but but here that's we are. that is so, wild to think about. I did. That is wild. Uh, we did, we did some Jackbox, which is always a, always <laughs> oh a pleasure. Oh my gosh! Uh, and we did. Uh, I, I posted it in my Discord, and I, I'll be posting it on my socials soon. The um. We had so so my my partner can paint and uh, okay we set up, we set up a canvas and we're we're telling him okay chat you're gonna pick a subject a background and an action whoa he's gonna paint it while we're streaming and it is I'm looking at it right now it's incredible so we ended up with Ganondorf running a kissing booth at a carnival <laughs> and it's, he's still working on it but he got like the base of it down and it looks so good oh it's amazing so um i i can't wait to see how the rest of it goes um it, it's incredible it's, it's incredible so it, it was a great time i'd love to do a stream in this room actually there's a yeah. lot of like fun stuff to make a cool I, background i'm still really looking forward to the day when your schedule is such that you can start making stuff online again like outside of stream because i know that's probably oh, know. like Nowhere nearby, nowhere close. I want, but like, I, there's so much I want to do because I've actually really been getting the itches, the the creative itch to write again. Ooh. And, and like, just do something because I was looking through my old notebooks of like cut characters and concepts for a certain thing that you know very much about. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Other people not so much, but maybe maybe in the future, who knows? Yeah. Um. 
I, I just I just I, I want to like streaming really helps me and and also the events that my partner and I do because we do a lot of like promotion so I make like the graphics I do our social media right um, right so I, I'm I'm and uh, and on Twitch I'm flexing my creative muscles there because I think that's a very important part aspect of life like having some sort of creative activity I think project good for like yeah. your 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 mental health and things or just you know just having that fun hobby that you can really get into um, but I'm also looking I really I really want to get into something else and i've really wanted to write something and Dude. so i'm trying to figure out where what i could do because i've had some ideas i always have i always write ideas <laughs> that's I've, so I've, exciting to hear I have, I have notepads of notepads of things that will probably <laughs> never come to fruition but at least i'm writing them down because i will forget everything if i don't write it down immediately good yes <laughs> please please write it down i i have to just like <laughs> i keep telling people i need to find hobbies that don't take so much effort Right. Like for normal people, when you're not doing it for a job, you don't spend yeah, yeah, as much time and effort on it as I do on my dumb little side projects. <laughs> and the amount of work that I put into it. Well, for... the, the dumb little side projects are important. That's like it's like the passion, you know. They they are important. It's mostly just like because of all the different uh, cookie jars I have my hands in. There's like a lot of different things I'm interested in doing. So like I'm working on my third video essay right now. I'm trying to take it from outline to an actual script. And oh my gosh, if you thought the first two were obscure, this last one is gonna knock people's socks off because Ooh. the whole video, they're gonna be like, what is he even talking about? What is this I, I you're still, talking about? I still have to watch your first two. I, it's, they've been in my list. Oh, it's going to be so obscure. It's going to be great. I've really enjoyed making those. Um, just because, uh -huh. like, as far as media that I consume, even though it's not what I find myself consuming most of the time because I don't usually have the downtime to commit to, like, a full video essay, I think they are some of the most entertaining videos to watch on YouTube for me. I I, I, I download them on YouTube and I, I watch them – or not, not watch because cause I, I do a lot of driving for my job, so I, I put them on to listen all the time, and it, it helps so much. I'm like, okay, how about this, like, five-hour video on iCarly? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I am so looking forward to, like – making more of those types of projects i have ideas but it's just oh i know about your like main video essay that i want you to make so bad i won't say what it well, is but others i'm just like it could be it could be game design it could be like certain games specifically or different pieces of media like ah uh, there's so much I could talk ad nauseum on everything on gaming and, and things even if you set yourself like a a biannual thing like quarterly mm -hmm. might be a little bit too much but like even if it was just like two essays a year, like I would yeah. love to see like video essay content from you because I feel like on the production side, I'm always imagining like, oh, this is a funny bit, like a funny joke <laughs> and gag I can edit in. I also think that the um like the writing would be really good too because something that was really difficult for the the essays that I made was just like trying to figure out the tone, making a script and like just establishing your tone and making it like. Making it yours, making it entertaining, because, like, um, I, I talk to people about this when it comes to, like, writing stories or, like, writing dialogue in games. You can't write dialogue for a, and it's not necessarily the same case here, but it's like, you can't write dialogue in a game the way people talk to each other in, in real life. <laughs> that would be if impossible do, it, to, impossible to read. So that would it's be so unbearable wacky. if it was, like, the number of sentences that people actually say when they're just, like, talking with a friend. 
there are reasons why when you play games, especially RPGs, where, like, characters have monologues, or people exclaim things in very odd ways that don't seem natural but like, it, it, to me there's it and maybe it's because i just play way too many games but like it feels better as opposed to trying to over simulate human dialogue if that makes sense i don't know well like i said it would be just unplayable because you'd have hours worth of just dialogue like clicking mm -hmm. through dialogue options like you gotta you gotta trim that up and like make it brief yes oh, oh man i got some i got some salt water on my notepad Oh no! Oh no! No! This this is it's all right. I'll just I'll just make it. I'll just copy it down quickly before I forget what's on this one. <laughs> I have that, lots of notepads. I have so many notepads. That the PR well. department is full of notepads. Mm, which is perfect. Yes, yes. They, we store them next to the bar tables. <laughs> that reminds me of um, of Al City actually, an an artist that we both yes. very much like. Yes. Have, have you given the, the new album a listen? So, fun fact, I actually, there was an unannounced Owl City arrival to the company. It was down in the lobby by the uh, the old You're abandoned kidding. well. Did I miss yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm, well, I'm, see, here's I'm the thing. This is, this is the weird part. So, when I got down to the lobby, the calendar said October 30th, 2023. Okay. So I'm not positive, but oh, wait, I think wait, so. It's so it's still gonna happen. Yes, I don't think it's technically happened yet. I think the further apart the rooms in this building are, the more that time is affected in a quantum sense. So mm. technically, I think you can make it back there before oh, okay. then. But okay, good. in preparation for going to see Owl City down in the lobby, I binge listened to the new album because I had only heard bits and pieces from it. It's odd they're doing it in the lobby. There are so many better rooms. Yeah, the acoustics aren't great, especially like down the abandoned well where Dylan is still actively trying to figure out what, um, like what's going on down there. Well, with... listen, he makes it work. He he he, yeah. he does good stuff. He does. He does good he, work. He, he knows what he's doing. Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, but yeah, the concert was really good, and it was like a good mixture of okay. uh some stuff from the new album, and then he did a couple couple throwback tracks that I really like. Um, mm -hmm. what, are, what are your favorite songs? Oh, just in general by Owl City? Oh, yeah. That's a tough one. It um, is. So I'm at the point where I've listened to um, basically the full discography, and it's it's interesting. So I listen to In Order, and for those of you who don't know the albums, I'm just going to list most of them here. So there's um, obviously Ocean Eyes, the one everybody knows. That's where Fire, that's what Fireflies <laughs> is on. That's where it all you began. Would, you would not believe your ears. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> you would not believe your ears. That was actually yes. That's like it's like the um, the lost media. That's the cancel. The cancel. Mm. No. Um, <laughs> that one very good. That one's almost like a listen with with very very minimal skips. I can like listen to that whole album and I really like it. The bonus tracks are really nice, very sweet, funny, um, and uh, all things bright and beautiful was the next one I listened to. Very good. I might, I might like it more. I think it's very, it's very good as well. Those are very similar, like quality. They they got very similar vibes. Um, the the Midsummer Station, a little too poppy for my liking. Okay. But there are some good ones on there. Uh, I like Metropolis on that one. Uh, Embers is good. It also has the uh, the good time with uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, which is like probably the most well known. Also very good. 
very, very, very poppy, which is not normally something I like because I don't like 2000s pop very much, but um, <laughs> Cinematic is the second one I listened to. Cinematic is fantastic. Oh, Cinematic is really good, yeah. And and with his new album, like so many really great storytelling songs. Like I was just going to say that. Stories. He, I love the sampling where he samples like his family members or like, <laughs> sounds relating to the songs. It's very yep. personal, very fun. And then the uh the orchestra one i i'm blanking on the name uh it's like mobile orchestra. oh i think it's I just think. mobile orchestra yeah um half the songs are good half of them i'm like eh, this sounds this sounds too much like a hymn to me like and and I, it's not a bad thing there there are some songs that um i think I'm trying to, in the newest album my muse i think or no 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 there's one that like the the way it's written sounds it sounds and rhymes like a hymn and i like how it sounds actually like it's very well written um, yeah i mean that's just not a genre that everyone you know is gonna bump for their pleasure yes. like in the car um, unbelievable off of mobile orchestra might be one oh, of my favorite songs yeah it's just so fun and it's like <laughs> it, it's all about that like nostalgia um so I, I listen to all of those he has a few of the singles as well he there's like that ep ultraviolet beautiful times is good and i mean all, all the songs on that one are good i like cave in a lot and i like yes um, cave in is good my, my cousin's favorite song is dental care <laughs> dental care in, in general like her favorite song overall is overall just of all music um, everywhere i know that's that's song, that's and fair and i love it i like um, that one i really like the real world i really like that one the real world is fantastic and so speaking of nostalgia so uh after that i listened to one of one of his first two albums before ocean eyes so there's um of june okay and um am i dreaming and of june is very is fascinating because it, it it's it feels like proto ocean eyes um, okay all right before before he exploded before they exploded because it's, it's a musical group um technically um it's before you know they made it big and everything and mm -hmm. it's it's it has this very nostalgic sound it feels like i listened to it but the first it was like i've never listened to it before up until like earlier earlier this year but it, it felt like i had in a very nostalgic sort of way where it just has that like that very warm sound to it that i really like um the song I... fuzzy blue, fuzzy blue uh fuzzy blue lights it's like so melancholy in a very comforting kind of way mm. i will never forget sitting in the theater watching wreck it ralph for the first time i knew it listening yes, to one. when can i see you again at the end credit sequence and also getting good. like emotional at the end of this movie i was like right? what is going well, on here why is this those, why is this one hit so hard real tearjerkers oh yeah and he goes hard in, in the tornado in the new album like, oh yeah oh, oh like, trust oh me God, he, like, he, he's screaming owl city did that uh, that one live um oh, okay and also just went mad crazy on the guitar like i don't know if you've seen any footage recently but he's basically just like decided oh, yeah. to level cap his skill at all the other instruments instead of just oh, keyboard goodness. so he was playing the drums he was doing guitar he was doing yeah, guitar I, I think on, uh, on spotify they actually show like those those little video clips for the song oh yeah 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 he's 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 done a lot of those um and yeah he, he's done drums he's done like the keyboard everything if, if i could put the synthy sound of his keyboard in a bottle Oh, for my myself, I would. Because nobody else... He has a very distinct synth keyboard sound, and I, and I wouldn't that. trade it for anything. I never get bored of it. That's what I love about Of June, because it has a lot of those... Um, swimming in Miami... Um, 
I like Strawberry Avalanche, but I can't remember which album that's from. It, it might have been in um, Am I Dreaming? Cause a lot it's of an older songs, one. A lot of the songs that were in Ocean Eyes were first in or older albums, and he sort of redid those. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Strawberry, Strawberry Avalanche is a bonus track on Ocean Eyes, I think. Oh, um, Hot okay. Hot Air Balloon was one of my favorites as well. Oh, they, Hot Air Balloon. So Owl City did that one live as well, and that one was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, so, much, so much good music. And the new album is very fun. Um, Adam Check, Please is such, it's such a fun <laughs> song to sing. Yes. It's, it's, it's really weird. It was really hard to learn. Um, but it, it's like, it's just so good. I'm, I should just pull up the, I have a whole playlist of all of them. Of course, there's, there's the Bop All-Star Remix. R.I.P. to the King. R.I.P. to the King. Uh, honestly. Honestly. Seriously. So, so good. And it's, it's weird because you never see, like, covers. You know what I mean? Like, it just sort of yeah. showed up. He's like, by the way, here's an, here's a, here's a Smash Mouth. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it was such a wild thing to, like, drop out of the blue. Like, mm-hmm. prior to an album. Like, what a weird way to, like, satiate your yes. fan base. But hey, you know what? You know what? If it fits, it fits. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because of, you know, studying film and things. I love to, like, listen. Like, do you ever, like, listen to a song and you see you visualize, like, a music video for it? Um, I can't say that I do, but that's mainly because when I'm listening to music, I'm usually involved actively in doing something else. Right. Now, well, I will say that... There's plenty of music where I hear it, and I don't necessarily think of a music video, but mm-hmm. my mind takes me to, like, I I do get visuals of things, but it's more disjointed. It's more mm-hmm. like, oh, I could use this in a project when a character's doing X, Y, or Z. And then I'll yeah. save it to a playlist called, like, Future Video Tracks, where it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, this would go so well in the background of a video when a character's walking down the street at night under the under the lights or whatever. So, like, very loose. I, but... I, I do that, too, but then my thought is always, copyright! Like, <laughs> copyright! In, 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 my, in, my biggest, in my biggest dreams, I would have so many, like, songs for, like, the, because I, I, I can, like, listen to something and be like, oh, I know what shot I would use here. I know what I would use, like, what I would show here visually. Yeah, it's just very, a lot of very cozy, very cozy tracks. Dude, I'm I, telling I, I you like what, it. though. In the future, when I do make some sort of, a, like, a mass media, whatever it is, I'm going to have so much help between people I know who are graphic designers, musicians, cinematographers, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna, <laughs> I will literally just light the, the beacons of Gondor and I will have like so many talented people I know who are I'm friends with. I'm like, I know every, I know editors, I know the whole gamut, I know everyone. And that mm-hmm. has sort of become my thing within the last like year, year and a half, specifically when it comes to this podcast, like as an outreach of like intentionally trying to to make this the year of collaboration. I've done Mm -hmm. so many episodes with people who I had never talked to prior to recording an episode, which was just a lot of fun. But like making those connections is super fun because like my dream, I want to be the guy who knows a guy. You know what I mean? My dream Mm -hmm. is not necessarily to be the guy that people go to for a thing. I want to be the guy who knows a guy. When someone's like, I want to be the guy who gets electrocuted after saying the word cake. That's what I want oh to be. Goodness. I want to be the guy who knows yeah. a guy. I mean, knowing people, just having connections can do so much. 
Well, not even say. necessarily, not even necessarily for me either, because I just think it's super cool when somebody is like thinking out loud and they're like, oh gosh, I wish I could do this thing for my project. I just, I don't have anybody to do voiceover. I don't have anybody to do music. I don't have anybody who can edit. I want to be able to just take them by the shoulder and say, I know 15 people who fits what you need. Let me get you in contact with right. them. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. There you go. I want to be the guy who mm -hmm. helps people makes their dreams come true by like connecting them Make with <laughs> connecting them with people i i know i want to be the hub i want to be i want to be the uh mm. i don't even know what the word would be I, the middleman of just like introducing people yeah introducing cool people to other cool people that's what i want to do i that's... i don't want to uh commandeer your your cast or anything but i did have a fun idea if you oh yeah to turn the t turn the tables a little bit because i know you didn't have time to uh, plan too much of a, any games or anything. Nope, nope, nope. So this is relatively simple, but I think it'd be fun. So how about I, uh, you play the game this time? Oh heck yeah, heck yeah. So today, and you can do the fanfare because you are you are uh, clearly the best for it. This is real city name or not? Come on, together, do the song. You know the one. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. We, we should uh, we should upload we should upload that on SoundCloud. Take that, old um, city. <laughs> anyway, um, so so here are uh, four thousand titles of. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh no. So, so I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm gonna give you uh, five different city names. Okay. And, uh, okay. These are all in the United States, and you're just gonna say uh, true or false if they are real or not. Okay. I'm ready. All right, so our first one, uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Wait, the name of the place is Truth or Consequences? Truth or Consequences. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this real or not? Um, Truth or Consequences? Uh, I'm going to say true. You're correct. It is true. Is it spaced out? Like, it's three it words. It, it truth is, or Consequences. Words, which, which means it is an, a nightmare for anybody writing mail. Or what in the, the world? Why? Yeah, it's it's just such a, I guess, handful for your, for anyone writing that. Out was it the last it. thing that like an old West mayor heard before he was gunned down by an outlaw? Like, where's uh, the gold? It, Truth so or says, consequences? Because, what I what I love about this is that they all have uh, descriptions. So oh, good. Uh, in, in 1950, popular NBC radio host Ralph Edwards challenged American cities to rename rename themselves after his quiz show. Hot Spring, uh, New Mexico, promptly accepted the challenge and became Truth or Consequences. That's so stupid. That's oh so dumb. Like, the whole uh, town? Like, who made that decision? I, I don't know, but whoever did was probably very bored that day. Can you imagine, like, driving into work, like, the next week after the name change is official and you pass a road sign for what used to be, what was it, Hot Springs? Yes. Hot Springs is so much better. It's just hot spring, hot spring, yes. Still, which, hot spring actually sounds like a... Maybe, that maybe there's a hot spring here, like, I would stop there. <laughs> Truth, or consequences. Truth or consequences. sounds like... It's a threat. Am I, am I, I going to fall through through the, 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 the aether or something? Yeah, <laughs> Truth or consequences. <laughs> All right, uh, our next one here, uh, this one is... You, you might know, maybe not, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's just, there's some weird, some weird things out and, out and around. Um, 
Washington Courthouse, Ohio. Yes, that's true. I, I got, like, spam calls, and, like, the <laughs> caller ID was Washington Courthouse. What? Yes. And I, I have no idea where. And it, it was, like, a month, like, every few days. And then they would, and then it just, like, I have not seen it in years. I have shipped stuff to Washington Courthouse, if my memory is correct. Very nice. Let's see. How about this one? We have Canadian Texas. Oh my gosh. Is this real or fake? Uh, Canadian Texas. See, this is hard, right? Because Texas is freaking massive. So, like, the odds of there somebody. Could be so many. Think about it. When you get so far away from, a, like, a metropolitan area and you want to create your own town, you have carte blanche to do whatever the heck you want. It's whoever does it first or whoever, yes. whoever like, has the public library and has the public records. They can just do whatever they want. Oh, right. man. Canadian Texas. Not even Canada, Texas. Canadian Texas. Canadian Texas. I'm going to throw a false in there, even though I have a bad feeling it's true. I'm going to say false. It is true. Dang it! Uh, Should have so gone with my gut. There's a theory as to why someone said, my theory is that the inhabitants of uh, the inhabitants of this Texas don't don't lock their front doors, reject weapons, and made Alanis Morissetti their honorary mayor. But the boring reality <laughs> is that the town was named after the Canadian River, which is a tributary of the Arkansas River. From the freaking Arkansas River, you call it the Canadian River? That doesn't make any sense. Well, they're, they're right next to each other, obviously. Yeah, Arkansas and, Arkansas and Canada. Yeah, you just, you just skip a few steps. World-renowned border friends, Arkansas and Canada. What is, culture yes. shock would that be? Oh, who knows. All right, we got uh, our, our next one is OK, Oklahoma. I mean... That has to exist. That's too easy. That, like, that, if it, okay, I'll put it this way. If it doesn't exist, if you just, if you think you just made this up, you need to actually check because if this doesn't exist, I'll be actually upset because it's right this there. Is, this is a real place. Good. Thank okay, goodness. Oklahoma. Uh, it was named after the OK Truck Manufacturing Company, <laughs> which is a very boring way to name a town. But sure. we're just going to name it after the car factory. So, so we only have one more. Uh, the last one is Unalaska, Alaska. <laughs> Wait, Unalaska, Alaska? Unalaska, Alaska. Ah, oh, that sounds like the world's worst, like, call to action. I don't know if that's, like, if that would be a good thing <laughs> or, or a bad thing. It's like... It depends on how much you like your Alaska in your Alaska. Just the idea of people picketing with signs that say Unalaska, Alaska just has me laughing. It's, it's, a, it's a strange command. Because I'm having, like, just Control-Alt-Delete vibes of, like, the entire landmass just goes they're, they're and disappears. All they're all Yeah, they're Y2Kaying. It's Delulu. It's Delulu. It's just the idea of, like, if it somehow managed to get enough signatures, where the yes. entire... It's such a short-sighted thing to do, because the very ground on which you're standing just like, vanishes. There's this, weird, there's this weird gap in the map. It's still shaped like Alaska, but there's nothing... That, it's like an inverted... Does not feel Alaska about it's, this. It's inverted Alaska. Is, is it true or false, though? Is it real? Oh, I'm going to say false. It is real. Oh my gosh! Unalaska. All of them are real. Unalaska, Alaska has to be the funniest one. 
it's one of those places that like i don't know if it's fun but i kind of want to just go so you can take a picture in front of a sign that is like correct. how do you know where it is in the state um, like I, I remember it being like southeast, so it's closer to the Canadia. Okay, that makes not more to be sense. With Canadian Texas, right? The Canadian River that flows from the Arkansas River. That is correct. That's great. So that's great. It. You got you got three out of five. Three out of five hey, you know what? Five. That that's a passing grade. I will take that. Absolutely. Seas get degrees. Heck yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm learning the uh, the hard way, is that I okay. have to just. I just have to – basically what I've learned over the last month and a half when it comes to graphic design too is I just need to give up. I just need to not care so much. So, you some, know? some fights are not worth the, the battle. Or with my photography class where I'm like sending screenshots of my textbook against a screenshot of the question <laughs> where the answer – like the textbook is clearly like misleading. Like it says one thing but then I'm told I got the answer wrong. And right. I have to send screenshots to my professor oh, no. with little red lines under the words on the screen. That's right. always a fun time. Or when they have me write a thousand word research paper for photography <laughs> <laughs> instead of letting me, I don't know, go photos. outside with my camera. You know, that's always a joy. It's, but it's the worst. I've, I've done classes like it. It's, not, it's, it's like chopped lettuce. Sometimes you just know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I think it's about time we unalaska this podcast. Oh no! Are we Y two K? I think we're about to Y two K this thing. Well, the, but, the time the time vortex in in the saltwater room is a little odd as well. We might want to get back to a more stable position. Well, we can just keep doing doing small talk because the the audience will know that the Y two K monster that is infecting the monitors in the building is just going to take the podcast down when we're midstream. Uh, so we know, can I literally be talking that. about anything right now, and people I won't even outside. know. I 